My name is Jordan Schultz. I am a black boy, and I am human. I want to grow old one day and live a long life. I should not die at the hands of people who look like me. Brand new LCP. Welcome, welcome to a brand new episode of that Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, man. Now, I wish this episode started on a more happier note, but as we all know, one third of the rap group, the Migos, Take Off, was shot and killed in Houston, Texas. Now, before that news even broke or before that whole situation even happened, I had planned to come in here and tell you guys about Something that was troubling me the entire week because I drove past a situation that had that had already happened as I was going to pick up my son maybe about four to five days ago where there was a, a black man in his, his mid-50s. He was murdered. He was gunned down in the hood outside of a cleaner's location in um, a strip mall plaza. As I drove by... I started thinking, I wonder what happened here. So, of course, I picked up my son. I went home. And, you know, of course, I had I had to Google what happened because it was just something was just it was weighing on me because I'm like, I know something happened. I know somebody died by the way that the people and the police was outside. So I knew that something bad happened. I went home, come to find out it was a it was a man. I believe he was the fa- a father of six or seven kids. He was murdered. He was gunned down. As he sat in his car and the situation happened because there was a previous disagreement that happened a couple days before the situation happened. And the suspect, the killer, seen the victim sitting in his car in this plaza and he walked up and he shot him dead. This was before the whole takeoff situation even happened because this is all too common in our culture. This is all too common in our black community. And the reason why I wanted my son to, t- to kind of say those couple words before we started because my son is only seven years old and it's a lot of black youth right now that's seven years old who I know won't make it to see 30. I have to acknowledge that or even admit it, but a lot of you black youth won't make it to see 18. That was my fear growing up in the hood. I didn't think I was going to make it to see 16. When I got to 16, I didn't think I was going to make it to see 20. When I got to 20, I didn't think I was going to make it to see 25. So, I, like, I always kept pushing back and setting these small milestones to where if I reach it, clap it up. If not, it's my time to go. And I hate that in our culture, in our neighborhoods, we have to think like this, but that's how it is. Because Brand new LCP. it's something that we never want to address. So, in this episode, I, like, I hope you guys really, really understand this episode. It's the purpose in that. I don't do these episodes simply when somebody dies that we know. Any of you guys who have been tuned in, who have been locked in to that brand new LCP from the beginning, know that these are episodes that I have consistently 24 seven. I have um, these episodes sprinkled in year round. 
even when there is not a viral death, when there is not a celebrity being killed, because these are situations that continue to plague our community over and over and over and over again. And what I don't like is that how on social media, a lot of people, they stay silent. They stay quiet. They don't talk about nothing important, nothing useful, nothing informative or nothing that can help other people on their social media accounts. But now as soon as somebody dies, PNB rock, um, take off, um, pop smoke, all these, all these, these entertainers that we know and love when they pass away, that's when everybody want to suddenly be vocal on their social media accounts or oh, the black killer has to stop. We got, Oh, I'm getting tired of it. But why y'all don't say this shit when it's quiet? That's my issue. If you really care, be vocal. Now, you don't got to do it 24-7, but at least take some time, some days of the week, and be vocal. Be compassionate. Be caring. Don't just be quiet. And now and now I go to your fucking Instagram page, and now you blowing hookah smoke. You partying. You sitting outside with your boys. You 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 know, you, you at your homegirl's house twerking. But now when somebody died, now you want to suddenly act like you give a fuck. If you give a fuck, be vocal. Don't only be vocal when somebody who you know and love passed away. Because when you do that, you are saying, at least to myself and to many people, that you are desensitized. That you don't give a fuck until it now affects somebody you know and love, whether it be family or in this situation, a celebrity that you love. So I want to get away from that stupid way of thinking, well, you know what, I'm going to be quiet. But as soon as it affects me or someone I know and love, now I'm going to be vocal because that's bullshit. So if you tune into the podcast, make sure you vocal 24-7 because with the podcast, with the LCP, something I always try to do, I always try to have consistent, like really important conversations weekly. Whether whether the news is, is bad or good, I try to make sure I have entertaining, engaging, important conversations that can impact myself as well as you guys because black culture like we won't make it if we keep up this fucking cycle. We are not going to make it. Our kids are not going to make it to see 15, 16, 18 if we keep up this cycle. My son is seven years old, man. Like I want my son to graduate high school. I want my son to graduate. I want my son to have kids, man. I'm tired of seeing young black men pass away tragically gunned down by people who look like us. So we're going to, matter of fact, before I dive into some more shit, we're going to play a song by my guy, La Russell. Now, he released a project in 2020 entitled The Field Effect 2. Now, I want to play a song off that off that project before I dive into the episode, because this episode is probably going to be very informative, very serious. And it's going to be, you know, a detour from some of my normal, upbeat, kind of, you know, playful type episodes. But hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys stay tuned. And this song is called... Do that little dance you'll be doing. Skies on the track, boom! Hey. I'm home. African nigga in the European whip. Yeah. Like we ain't come here on the European ship Fuck your opinion, shut your European lips Money and murder, that's that European 
I know better, I just hold my tongue Niggas yelling out total while I'm on my run Happily wave back as I hold my gun Yeah, I seen a lot of niggas die, they all look like me Know your rights get denied when you look like me Yeah, we both from different sides, but you look like me How come the man in the mirror never look like me? I'm familiar, quite peculiar, do you know yourself? Are you tending to your garden, do you grow yourself? Are you living in the past, do you hold yourself? Accountable for all that's bad, like you owe yourself A new life, a new bitch, a new you Some new goals, some new hoes, a new crew You know them, you know us and them too You know who everybody is, but who you? I ain't trying to preach cause I hate that shit But I see niggas dying and I hate that shit Smiling all the time, I gotta fake that shit I hate 20 shots while I make that shit Sharing all this pain for the income I could gain Great granny was a slave, why would I ever cop a chain? Gave us band-aids like that could ever stop the pain Niggas used to hang for these songs that I sang Niggas used to die for these pictures that I post Niggas used to die trying to get a right to vote Liberty and life, they say we got a right to both But we ain't have rights since they drunk us off that boat Took us from our land and took our land from us Cross our arm and a leg, they really took our hand from us Threw us in them cages, taxed all our wages Taught us their religion, rewrote all the pages Been this way for ages, threw us in the mazes Made it off them cotton fields, now we on the stages Rapping about ass cheeks, we rapping about chains Rapping about Benzes, we rapping about gangs Rapping about oppression, we rapping about pain I'm rapping about all that, I gotta share the blame They rapping on a contract, they rapping for the fame They rapping in a slave deal, we clapping while they hang Dance, nigga Do that little dance you be doing Yeah That was my guy Lil Russell with Do That Little Dance You Be Doing. Now, I feel like that song is so relatable, man, for this episode and things I'm going to talk about in regards to what goes on in our culture. Take off the rapper from the Migos being shot dead. So, again, that is my guy Lil Russell with Do That Little Dance You Be Doing. Now, before I dive into everything about Take Off and you know, kind of share with you guys my opinion because I was hoping to have a more upbeat, more positive episode. But when life keeps going the way it's going, it's tough to have positivity because I can't skate over things that are relatable and things that affect people who look like me, people who look like you guys, my son. Like, even if you aren't black, I'm sure a lot of you know black people. And these things are real. And it's things that go on in our culture, in our neighborhood as well as when you look at everything with police brutality to white supremacy. And now before I dive into that, man, now I had an issue with, um, I believe something I said on the past podcast episode kind of triggered an emotional response from somebody. So I'm going to say this right now. If something I say on the podcast ever triggers an emotional response from you, that's not my fault. It is okay to seek therapy or seek out somebody who can help you with whatever past issues you have. And again, if if I block you, because like I said, I don't go back and forth. I don't argue. So if I feel like you're reacting in a way emotionally and what I said triggered you, like I always say, my phone is my remote. If it's something I feel like, you know what, this person is reacting in a way and I don't like it, I'm going to block you. 
And now if you're mad at being blocked and now you go to the fucking to the to the damn Apple podcast comment section and now you want to leave a one star review and now you want to vent in the in the comments and you want to vent in the review section. That is so lame. I want to boo. that's lame. If you're a grown adult and because somebody blocked you because you reacted emotionally, you want to go leave a one star review on somebody's platform and you want to make a long venting section because you can no longer DM them. So now you want to take a long venting section in the, in the damn review section of a podcast, like bull again, that's lame, especially when you were grown adult, somebody who I believe, you know, I would hope to be mature. But like I said, man, my phone is my remote. Sometimes I might say something and it might trigger a response from somebody and you don't like it. But direct that anger towards the people who actually impacted you in a negative way and don't direct it at me because, like I said, my phone is my remote and I have no issue with blocking somebody. But now that we got that out the way. Brand new LCP. We're going to dive into some of the details. man. I'm sure you, by, by now you guys know, but like information, the world moves so fast. I don't want to skate by because the Migos... They are a popular group for like the new generation, like the millennials, the ones who were born in like maybe 2000, 2001. I think the Migos is probably to them what the locks was for me. They first broke on the scene with their song Versace. It was like 2008, 2009. Now, when I was in college at Georgia Southern University, I started at GSU in 2011. That Amigos, they were popping off. They were a massively popular group. Again, y'all, you guys always know, man. Amigos was um was comprised of Quavo, Takeoff, and Offset. Now, they came to my school at Georgia Southern. I believe that's when they got arrested. They had to do some jail time in jail. And ever since they got out of jail, like their superstardom has it skyrocketed to levels. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think that they would get to the levels that they reached. Now, when they first came out, I assumed that the Migos was going to be one hit wonders. Oh yeah. You know, some of their songs are cool. It's cool to work out too, but I don't know if they got the staying power. Then they came out with a second hit, then a third hit, then a fourth hit, then a fifth hit. And then after they came out with the fifth hit, they was gone. I knew they here to stay. Probably the top rap group of the, tw- of the last decade. Let's keep it a hundred. Now my huge Migos fan. No, but one thing I never do, I will never deny. In the past decade, the Migos is probably, not probably, they are the top rap group of the past decade. And so it's sad, like when you like when you really watch them grow from the beginning and how they maneuver through the game and how they used to be mumble rap and now they started, you know, just pronouncing their words with such emphasis to where you can tell they have reached the level of superstardom. So the fact that one of the members, man, Takeoff died at 28 years old, man. But, but before I come back and share some more of my thoughts and how I feel like it should have been pre- prevented because I believe that, you know, based on the video that came out, that Quavo should have used his street smarts. You got to use situational awareness. You got to um, be aware of where you are because those guys are from the city of Atlanta or like the surrounding counties in Atlanta. Now, Takeoff was killed in Houston. That's not your hometown. Now, in the video that came out, Quavo was going back and forth. And one of the last words he said was, I'm about to get out of here, 
before I mess around and hurt somebody. Now, when you're not in your home turf, you can't make comments like that. Because comments like that to somebody who is street, somebody who has a quick temper, like the even mere reference of I'm about to leave before I hurt somebody. Like simply uttering those words, those are fighting words to somebody who doesn't have that certain level of maturity that most of us have. So you got to be careful of what you say, because when you even reference or even steer towards that lane and say something about hurting somebody and you're not from that part of town, you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know their level of emotional intelligence. So I want to dive into some of the details real quickly. We're going to come back. And um, I asked my guy a question. My guy, Sully. Now, Solomon has been on the podcast many times before. And he's an avid gun owner. Like I said, man, me and him went to college, Georgia Southern University. You know, I, he always purchased and had so many firearms. So I asked him, you being black, you being, you know, uh, a owner of multiple guns. Like, if you get into a minor argument outside, like, like how do you determine whether this situation deserves a gun being used because I believe that someone simply having a gun gives them a complex. I, I, I love to call it the godlike complex where small situations are escalated when somebody has a gun because they know that, you know what? I didn't like what you said. Now I'm gonna pull out my gun in situations where a gun is not even required because if it's not life or death, it's okay to walk away. And that is something I something that I hope my people, that my black folks can understand. There's so many minor situations. Just shake hands, or even if you don't agree, walk away, man. So both parties can get home safe and you guys can live to see another day, man. Because now, person that killed Takeoff, he in Texas. He probably gonna get caught most likely. He gonna do life in prison. Now Takeoff is gone. His mom, his family. Everybody got to grieve the fans like, come on, man. So let's dive into some of the details real quick. Are following more breaking news in Texas, where a member of the popular rap group Migos has been shot and killed. Police say 28-year-old rapper named Takeoff died in the shooting at a bowling alley early this morning. CBS 2's Zania Maldonado joins us live from the newsroom with the very latest on the investigation. Here's Zania. Chris and Mary, this is a devastating loss to the hip-hop community and fans of the Grammy-nominated rap trio Migos. Now, Takeoff was found dead after investigators say shots rang out during an after-party overnight. Atlanta-based rapper Takeoff, real name Kershnick Kari Ball, has died, according to police, after he was shot at a bowling alley in Houston. We were informed that there was a um, private party being held at the event last night that ended at approximately 1 a.m., but the party carried over till about 2 a.m., till they were cleared out. That's when the shooting occurred. Takeoff is a member of acclaimed hip-hop trio Migos, alongside rappers Quavo, his uncle, and Offset, his cousin, also the husband of popular rapper Cardi B. Police say following a private party, takeoff was shot at A-10 Billiards and Bowling, where he and Quavo were playing dice around 2.30 a.m. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Quavo was unharmed. Two others were also shot and taken to a nearby hospital. We are still in the process in the early stages of, the, of this investigation, uh, trying to gather all the information we can. Members of the hip-hop community waking up to the news Tuesday morning left in shock. 
I'm having a difficult time wrapping my brain around someone um, so young and talented being murdered at 28. So, you know, my heart goes out to his family and, and his fans as well, because, I mean, people across the the whole world and Internet space are in mourning right now. The group formed back in 2008 is known for mainstream hits such as Versace and Bad and Bougie, which hit number one on the Billboard charts in 2016. Last month, Takeoff and Quavo released a new project as a duo, Unk and Few, and they released their latest music video, Messy, just yesterday. Migos and Takeoff are platinum plus selling rappers, platinum plus selling artists, Grammy nominated, and their footprint in pop culture is all over the place. Now, Houston police say security guards who were in the area heard shots ringing but did not see anything. No word on what led up to the shooting, and so far, no arrests have been made. In the newsroom, Sania Maldonado, CBS 2 News. Sania, thank you. Mm-mm-mm. Now, before I dive into some more of the situation, Jordan, come here real quick. I want to ask my son, man, what do you think? The word love means and what, what he thinks the word unity means and just things that apply to Jordan. Now, now look, be serious. Go to the microphone. Go to your mic. You, look at me. You don't get, hold on, hold on. We're going to fix the mic. This is live. This is real time right now, guys. Now, look, you don't got the headset, but be serious. Now, I want to ask you something, cause, man, because remember I told you that there was a rapper who people know and love and how he was, he was tragically killed. Mm-hmm. You're a young black boy. Yeah. Every time we try to have these conversations with you about, you know, love, about unity, about sticking together, about remember, remember going to school. Yeah. Going to school. And I played the story for you in the car. And the, and the story was about Nathaniel and his red bike. Now, his mom said something to me that stuck out. Now, his mom told Nathaniel that even though he was going through bullying, he was being bullied. What did she tell him? She said, I want you to have a heart of what? Love. A heart of love and not a heart of what? Destroyed. Mm. And not a destroyed heart, she said. She said, have a heart of love and not a destroyed heart. Now, people with a destroyed heart, that is the reason why I told you. The rapper who people know and love, he was only 28 years old. He was tragically shot dead because somebody... Had a small argument with him. And now shake my hand. And look, see, look, you see what we're doing? Instead of shaking hands and walking away because they had a disagreement, the person pulled out a gun and shot him. Now, is that something you do when you when you are mad at somebody? No. Which is why I said, even in regards to talking to you, where if you're mad at somebody, you don't like what somebody's doing, just because you don't agree with what somebody said does not mean you gotta hurt them does not mean you have to you know wish death upon them because that is not how we operate now before i let you go now the word love what does the word love mean to you love someone talking to the mic love someone and always care for them that's what it means to you for example you at school you don't like what somebody do you push them down should you go over there and hit them or go over there and physically assault them no no, because like I said, you want to have a heart of love. You don't want to have a destroyed heart. Something that are you listening to what I'm telling you or are you just hearing it? I'm listening. Okay, you listening. All right, Jordan, we're gonna let you get out of here, man. All right. Go in the room, Jordan. So now we're gonna get into man what my guy Solomon, what my guy Sully had to say, man. 
Ask the man, you being an avid gun owner. Now, how do you operate knowing that you have so many firearms? How do you even retain the level of maturity to where you know how to not use a gun in situations that do not require a gun? This is what my guy Sully had to say. In response to your question, um, a little bit of information about me as a preface. So I have been shooting guns since I was six. Uh, the earliest birthday present that I can remember uh, is a Remington Model 60 with my name engraved on the barrel. Uh, it's a 22 of which I would use to shoot, you know, tin cans and whatever in the backyard uh, when I was growing up. I still have that gun to this day. I uh, did competition shooting, started out in Boy Scouts, um, and I still shoot religiously to this day. Have numerous amounts of guns. I love them. Um, that being said, I understand that guns are not for everybody, right? I think gun ownership is something like something like a motorcycle. You know, sure, you can buy one. Everyone can buy one, but riding a motorcycle just simply is not for everyone. And by that, I mean there are no safeties on the motorcycle, right? You can't text and drive and have a sandwich in your hand while riding the motorcycle. Your mind has to be engaged on the bike at all times. And if you make a dumb decision, it could prove to be deadly. And that's how it is with gun ownership, man. Like so many people have these complexes, as you said, when they get the gun, they start to feel tough. They start to feel like they're in a position of power. They can pull it out and just sort of say whatever. That's but that's, that's not facts. what a gun is, man. You're only supposed to use a gun when you fear for your life. Like that's the law. I feared for my life. It was reasonable cause. So I discharged my firearm not to kill, not to hurt, but to simply stop a threat that w- that I felt was coming for my life. However, people have these guns, and maybe it's because of the rap music, uh, maybe it's because of the movies making people look cool, just the image that comes along with gun ownership. So the, the meaning of a gun has changed. No longer is it for personal protection, right? No mm. longer is it for hunting or competition. Nah, it's for music videos, right? It's for scaring people. It's to make you feel tough. And when that is the reason why you have a gun, I got to tell you, man, it's not going to be before long that you get yourself into something stupid uh, or deadly because, of course, you have allowed this gun to make you feel like you are tough or you're in a position of power. And that's not what it's Mm. for. I got to hold. I got to pause it because he's dropping gems right now. Again, it's my guy Sully. Now he was on the podcast a couple of episodes ago. A couple of episodes ago, my guy Solomon Crawford, and right now he is dropping gems. He is giving you guys that two piece, that three piece combo with a biscuit on the side. We're not done because he's dropping gems. These are things that you guys need to hear from an avid gun owner, someone who, as he said, was shooting guns from a young age. And knows how to operate, knows how to have the mental mature capacity to make sure he doesn't react emotionally in situations that do not, as he said, involve him fearing for his life. Actuality, having a gun is an admission that the thing on the receiving end of the gun is a lot stronger than you. That's the whole purpose of having to defend yourself because you fear for your life. If I'm in the woods and a bear is charging at me, nigga, I'm not bobbing and weaving. I'm just going to pull out a damn gun. 
that can handle a bear and use it because I understand that I am weaker than it. But people don't have that mindset when it comes to guns, right? It's they're going to use this gun to handle this dispute. They're going to use this gun to handle something that is not life threatening. And that is just very irresponsible as a gun owner. And unfortunately, there are guns in the hands of so many people who don't have the mental capacity or basic understanding of why they are allowed to own a gun in the first place. It's a very dangerous place to be in society. And I, as a gun owner, think that, you know, there should be more restrictions on them. And just in closing, I want to say that I'm not blaming gun violence on hip hop music and the black community. We've been having um, violence with guns for hundreds of years um, in the United States. You don't have to look too far to see white folks doing the same shootings that Mm. the niggas are out here doing. Uh, And they're doing it at higher numbers, maybe not higher rates, but definitely higher numbers. Um, um, Maybe they're not listening to rap music when they go shoot up somebody. I don't know. So it's not the music, um, but this mindset of this gun in instilling a sense of power in you, I think is the problem. You should not feel any more powerful holding a gun than you do without mm. one. You should feel like you have another option. Mm. Sure. You should feel like you have another possibility, the ability to defend yourself, but you should not feel like I am somehow this powerful mm. and fearful person because you have a gun. If that's how you feel, you should not own Wow, we're going to clap it up for my guy. Brand new LCP. Like I said, man, I wanted to play that in full because he was dropping gems. He was dropping dimes. He put on his Phoenix. He was Chris Paul. He was dropping... He was dropping dimes from all everywhere. Full court. My guy, one more time for my guy. Like I said, man, I'm... I was kind of hoping that we could have this episode from a from a brighter, from a lighter standpoint. But when certain situations happen, when certain things arise, then it's hard to really come on here and have this positive mindset in the midst of everything that is going on that is not as positive, man. So I wanted to drop this little, this little episode, man, to kind of dive into some of everything that was going on with breaking news with Takeoff, man, and... It wouldn't even feel right covering other news. So I want you guys, man, to follow follow the podcast, man, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, um, on Apple Podcasts. You guys can dr- drop a rating. If you if you think the podcast is three stars, hit me with the three star rating. You think it's four stars, give me the four stars. You guys think it's that five stars for that. Brand new LCP. Then drop that five star rating. And again, you guys can... You guys can hit my cash app at dollar sign NYC story 718. You guys can subscribe to become a monthly supporter in the description of any podcast episode. Man, you guys can click the link where it says become a supporter. You guys can support for as low as 99 cents a month or as much as $9.99 a month. And again, man, make sure you guys sign up for LCP Plus, Lunchroom Plus. I got about Two episodes dropping this month on LCP Plus. A full-length episode with my guy, Sully, which is the guy you just heard. My guy, Sully, he's stopping by. We're going to have an episode. Um, I'm trying to get one of my one of my good actor friends, Patrick Lamont, on the podcast, man, to talk about his, his, his career as a blossoming actor. And also, how do you maneuver through some of the ups and downs of trying to survive while trying to, to get your career going off the ground because a lot of actors don't make a lot of money the way you think they do especially when you're starting out you might have a supporting role you might have a little bit role here and there but you're you're like you're not making enough money to quote unquote buy a mansion 
So, of course, a lot of actors starting out, they still have regular jobs because you have to survive. If you guys want to hear that episode and much, much more, make sure you guys sign up and stay tuned in to Lunchroom Plus. Man, a guy, again, you guys, man, who stay showing love, stay showing support, stay supporting that Lunchroom Chatter podcast. We're going to give you guys a hand clap because... Like I said, man, I make these episodes from scratch. I think I work my ass off. I think I'm doing so much independently to kind of give you guys great episodes, real topics, real content. And like I'm trying to keep my foot on this shit, man, because doing this is so therapeutic for me. man. Like I said, man, this past week, what well, is past month and a half, this season has been tough, man, from everything going on with me having to go to the doctor and, you know, get my heart checked out and. You know, everything that was, I had to go get blood work or EKG. And I think right now, everything is great. I'm doing well. But I just want you guys to know that everything you guys do, when you guys check out the podcast, when you guys, especially, man, when you guys share the podcast, like sharing the podcast is so beneficial, man. Sharing the podcast is something you guys need to do to continue to support this independent platform. So if you guys love the podcast, don't just listen and keep it to yourself. Be vocal. Post it on your IG, your Facebook. Let your friends know spreading the podcast is a way you can consistently keep these episodes coming. And that's why I kind of had to separate between normal episodes and Lunchroom Plus because I had to figure out a way to gain some revenue from the podcast, which is why you have LCP Plus, man. So so to you guys out there man, who stay showing love to my cash app, again, dollar sign NYC story 718. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Make sure you stay tuned in. Y- y'all know what time it is, man. It's your man, John A. Schultz. And we out there, bitch. Brand new LCP.